Congratulations. It's the Breakfast Club 10-year anniversary. 10 years. 10 years at a Breakfast Club. Doing your thing. Doing what you're doing. And being honest with it. You done had a job for 10 years. Everything's Gucci over there. Wow. 10 years. Shout out to the best doing it, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Damn. Y'all getting old. Y'all been holding it down for 10 years. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Man, y'all been together longer than some people have been married. I'm proud of y'all. The voice of the culture. Peace, love, and uh, let's go to 20 years. Congratulations. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. Oh, man, today feels so damn good. How y'all feeling, man? I feel amazing. I'm happy it's Friday. Great. I feel great, too. I woke up this morning and I remembered that Yebba's new album, Dawn, is out. And that's immediately what I went to. Drop on the clues bombs for Yeba Smith. Yeba is amazing. You hear me? Have y'all heard the album yet? No. Oh, my God. It came out today? I mean, last night or whenever no. albums drop. When albums drop? They drop at midnight? Yeah. yeah. I heard it, on the way, heard it on the way in. She got this record called Boomerang. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You heard it, Nick? Oh, it's fire, right? Dan, get Boomerang, Dan. <laughs> get Boomerang. <laughs> well, today's also World Suicide Prevention Day. Mm-hmm. Just to FYI, they said uh, every 40 seconds someone in the world takes their own life. And so today is World Suicide Prevention Day. So suicide rates have been climbing for years in some parts of the world. In the United States, it's increased by 35% between 1999 and 2018. So we'll be discussing that this morning. Yeah, man. Also, didn't your um, Cowboys play last night? And the we Buccaneers? did play last night, yep. Against my Buccaneers? Huh? Stop, yo, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't be that kind of D-rider, yo. You from Brooklyn, okay? You either be a Giants fan we or a Jets fan. We don't have a Brooklyn team. Well, don't do that. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. Don't y'all don't you hate people that do that? Are that you just... from Dallas? So, But I grew up oh, a Dallas Cowboy fan. okay, but you're not from Dallas, no, 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 though. No, 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 no. That doesn't make sense well, by okay, your thinking. Okay, let me ask you a question. When did you become a Buccaneers fan, you? Yesterday. Exactly. That's so corny and so lame. People like that cannot be trusted. Well, <laughs> right? well sorry y'all People, lost. We did lose. How was the we game? Lost by, we lost by a field two. goal. We lost by two points. We nah. was up 29, uh, I think it was 29-26, I think. Ouch, right? No, nah. what was this? It was 29-28. I think we was up by one. I don't know. I know, I know we lost by two. But oh. No, nah, I knew that. I just was asking. All right, yeah, no, and uh, this is Fashion Week in New York City. So uh, my kids uh, walked the fashion uh, show yesterday. Shout out to the Rookie Fashion Show. Oh, that's, that's dope. That's the fashion show for uh, Nike, Hurley, Levi's, Polo, Converse, and Jordan Ooh-hoo. Haddad brand. So the kids walked in the show. A lot of celebrity kids was uh, walking yesterday. I seen uh, Victor Cruz's daughter walked. Uh, Pecas, uh, an exec of that. Uh, what's the what's the company he works for? Dwayne Wade's company. His daughter uh, wore uh, walked. Uh, CC Sabathia, his nephew walked, my kids walked. Uh, you know who I seen too? Uh, young Miami. Her son walked yesterday in the fashion walk. show. Walk. Yeah. Walk. Young Amayo. Mm-hmm. Young Miao. Trying to see who else I walked. Fabulous's kids walked. It was a, it was it was a bunch of kids that walked. It was a dope fashion show. So I was out and about last night. So shout out to everybody I ran into. You uh, being mixy. Yeah, I was being mixy with the kids yesterday. The kids had a great time. I love to see the kids uh, get up there and show off and walk and do their little special thing at the end of the runway and come back. It was they what, had a great time. So. What the masks look like for Fashion Week? <laughs> um, I, would, I would think people would have on some spectacular masks for Fashion Week. Well, you, you had know, to be vaccinated. Yeah, for this fashion show, you had to be vaccinated and you had to have a negative COVID. Uh, 
uh, test. test before you walk in. <laughs> so all the kids had to be tested before they were able to go in. All the adults had to be tested or have a vaccination card. And they were very serious about that last They night. should because kids can't get vaccinated correct. and kids are in school. So you want to be extra careful around them. Yes, correct. So um, they were very serious about that. That was the only I didn't go to any other fashion show. I went there and then I did a, a after party, a private event. So. But yeah, so shout out to everybody in town for Fashion Week. Had a great time. I love seeing all the outfits, what everybody's wearing, and all that other good stuff. Okay. Things that you'll never see ever again because you never see anybody buying them. Never. Stuff. That's the thing it. about Fashion Week. You all that stuff you see on the runway, you will never see in nope. the street. Nope, nope, nope. But nope. listen, do we got this boomerang up? Oh my God, this is Yeba Smith boomerang, man. This record made me feel so good this morning when I was riding in. I was like, oh my God, like this record just brings joy. All right. Well, let's get into it now. We got front pages. What are we talking about? Well, since we're talking about vaccines and COVID tests, let's talk about Biden announcing new vaccine mandates. They're saying this could cover 100 million Americans. All right. We'll get into that. It's the next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Lord of mercy. Drop one of the bombs for Yeba Smith, man. That boomerang is so fire. I recommend me feel so good this morning. Nice lesson about life, about karma, about energy, about how you treat people. That energy comes back like a boomerang, damn it. You want to explain to people who Yeba Smith is? Because a lot of people I'm sure might not. Well, go, her album's out right now. It's called Don. It's incredible. It's that Rocky's on it. Smino's on it. Yeba actually, you know, I mean, everything happens in due time. To me, she should have blew a long time ago, but her, her, her album came out today. She's on, she's on Drake's album, too. The, the woman that's on Drake's album, Yeba's the interlude from Memphis. That's, that's her whole project right now. It's called Dawn. All right. Well, let's get into some front page news. All right. Last night, NBA season is back. The Buccaneers take on the Dallas Cowboys. And what happened yesterday? We lost by two points. Ooh. They lost. We definitely lost by two points. How does that make you feel? That's regular to me. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. Mm-hmm. I take the good to bad. Listen, I'm loyal to the soil. I'm loyal with my team. So I'm up when they up. I'm down when they down. You've been down That's a long my squad. Time. Definitely been down a long time. But I you know, feel good about my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yo, you got to stop. Look, I'm be honest with you. People like Angela, you can't be trusted. People that hop from team to team every year cannot be trusted. I okay? NBA, I mean, NFL. <laughs> they NFL. just can't. That, listen, that means they have no loyalty and just run with whoever's winning. You're very angry about this. No, I just yes, you can't. You are. I, I am angry about sports team hoppers. Well, That's you, disgusting. You okay. down NBA does that too. NBA be a Jets fan when they up, and then when the Giants win one season, be a Giants fan. That's disgusting. You know, I'm a New Yorker. No, you can't be like that. I am. You can't be a Yankee and a Mets fan. No, I'm a Giants fan. And then if the Giants are out and the Jets in the playoff, I still, oh rep, my for, God. I still rep for New York. No. So Remember when we first started the I'm show and Charlamagne was a Patriots fan? A That's fan. never happened. You a damn liar. Yeah, I'm a Knicks we have fan. audio. And then okay, if, I'm, sure. if the Knicks are out, then I, I want the Nets <laughs> Dan, to win. You, I'm a New you know that's not true, right? Okay. I'm he said yeah, Dan wasn't here when we first started. My daddy takes somebody at Jet Stadium. Okay, the McKelvies are Dallas Cowboys fans. All right, okay, he he takes somebody at a Cowboys Jets game. I'm a New York. I'm right? a New York doing regardless. You but can't what, be like that. Why can't I? I'm no, born and raised. No, 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 no. You can't. Yeah, be like that. it's no. in my blood. Absolutely. No. Well, shout yes. out to our Tampa Bay. You either Buccaneers. a Yankees fan or a Mets fan. You either Giants fan or Jets fan. I'm a Yankees fan and I'm a Giants <sighs> fan. And a Mets fan. No. I, I want my New Yorkers to win. That's who. That's what. And it he's is. a Knicks Disgusting. and a Mets fan. Disgusting. All right. That's disgusting, bro. I'm a buy. Fan. <laughs> Drop on the clues bomb fan be finally living his truth. That, that fashion show made you feel like you f- really want to be who you are now, huh? I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bi fan. <laughs> what else we got here? All right, well, Joe Biden has announced new vaccine mandates. They're saying this could cover 100 million Americans. First, he talked about the statistics. Nearly three quarters of the eligible have gotten at least one shot, but one quarter has not gotten any. That's nearly 80 million Americans not vaccinated. That 25% can cause a lot of damage, and they are. 
In addition, he talked about businesses and what the mandates will be for getting vaccinated for businesses. I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. The Department of Labor will require employers with 100 or more workers to give those workers paid time off to get vaccinated. Today, the vaccine requirements in my plan will affect about 100 million Americans. They did give us one day here off. I'm so confused by this, though. I could have swore. I mean, if for the longest they've been telling us they needed 70 percent of Americans to get vaccinated, then herd immunity would kick in. I guess now they're saying they need 100 percent. Is that what he's saying? Well, no, but we still don't have 70 percent. But I thought he just anyway. said it's 25 percent of the country. That's not. Yeah, that's true. So that'd, that'd be 75 percent. We haven't even gotten their first shot, he was saying. Because it's huh? impossible for it to be that many people because some people aren't even eligible. Kids can't get vaccinated under 12. I'm just going off what he said. He said twenty. He said you need 25% of people can cause a lot of damage. I'm, I mean, I'm not the brightest, but 75%, that's what it seems like, right? All right, well, we'll discuss this some more in the next hour to give you guys more information, but that is your front page news. Biden always sounds like a parent that's just disgusted at you, the way he talks to people. Because <laughs> he really don't know what's going on, so he keeps getting all this information. He's like, why do I got to be the one to keep coming out here and telling people different things every other week? so disgusted. Sorry, Dad. Because you're the president, sir. All right, well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What up, Envy? This is Will from Dayton. Will, what up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, look, I love you guys to death. Envy, Charlemagne, Angela, love y'all guys, man, but Envy, Charlemagne. Y'all got to cheat on, man. I call and listen. I listen every morning, man. And whenever something come up about COVID, there's always some confusion at the end, bro. Look. 75% of people got one shot. One shot. Mm. We ain't there today. You need two. You need two. So, I mean, I, when, when Charlotte Ray said, I'm not the brightest light bulb in the ball, or whatever he said, it's like, bruh, I get it. He threw that number out there, but you need two shots to be fully vaccinated. People ain't doing it. Unless you have Johnson & Johnson. Well, I ain't hear that part. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear him say that in that. I just heard him say it's the other 25% that's knocking people out. Yeah, bro, you got to pay attention to the first half of the statement and nothing makes sense, man. Yeah, but I'll be honest that with you, bro. I'll be honest with you, they don't know what they're talking about. And I'm vaccinated. <laughs> and now they said you got to now you, now you get a third shot. They don't know what they're talking about. Well, the true. booster shot, because you got to think the vaccination, after you've had it for months and months, if you got it early on, it does wear off, just like all vaccinations. Yeah. They don't They don't know. I mean, it's the truth. That's why you get the flu shot every year. But they said every eight months, every, every eight, eight months, months you might have to year, get a booster. They don't know what they're talking about. People are dying as vaccinated. They, but right not at the same guessing. rate as people who are unvaccinated at all. Nowhere near it. Thank you. Right, but at first they said I had a 98% chance that I wouldn't die or I wouldn't be hospitalized. And then that just went out the window. Remember when they said that at first? If you get vaccinated, there's like a 98% chance that you yeah, won't die. Yeah, but now we have a Delta variant that's a mutation. Right, because people, keep, exactly, because people aren't getting vaccinated. 
They say that now, but I, I mean, I don't think they honestly know. I mean, I got vaccinated. I ain't gonna say my, my, my wife got vaccinated, my, my older kids got vaccinated, but I just don't necessarily think they the know. The truth is the majority of people who are dying and who are hospitalized are not vaccinated. A vaccination is not 100% foolproof. We now have a mutation because enough people did not get vaccinated, and that's what's Thank happening. You. And so, yes, Thank the vaccination you. does wear off after a few months. A booster shot can help you get protected, and that is what it is. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Too. Y'all might be y'all. I'm gonna be honest with you. No, because she don't sound believable. <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty simple. You Jesse know? Jackson's in ICU. Uh, what's the fighter that wore the, the, the fishnets? Well, I think Jesse's out now. Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar, Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar De La Hoya is home. But, 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 but Jesse, Je- no, no, Jesse, Jesse was sick. Jesse got a lot of underlying. Yeah, yeah, people what, 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 people have underlying conditions. Yes, it's worse for you. Now, I don't know about Oscar, but Jesse had a lot of underlying conditions. Man, listen, just just be careful, take care of yourself, and do what's best for your family. Wear your I mean, like mask. I, said, I got the vaccination, but that ain't foolproof. Wear your mask. But yeah, no vaccination is foolproof. You too. Hello, who's this? This is Jay from Queens. Jason from Queens. What up? Get it off your chest. All right. So I just want to say good morning first. Good morning, good bro. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. So I feel like Envy is nothing wrong with liking two te- different teams in the same city. That's because we're from New York. Right. All our teams suck for the longest time. Y'all we sound like ridiculous. Two- yes, yes. Uh, listen, listen. I feel like I did the same thing with the Knicks. I used to be a Knicks fan. I'm still a Knicks fan. Now you're a Nets fan. Yes. I'm I know that's right. Because you, cause you're not loyal. That's just all. That's what it boils down to. You the type of person that runs with whoever's winning instead of being loyal. And guess what? One day the Knicks gonna be back popping, no, and, and you gonna try to jump back over there. And they gonna remember when you ran across the street. Who's to Brooklyn. gonna remember? Who is they? I've been loyal to the Knicks yeah, for they? so long, and they disappointed me every year. Every year. How Imagine if your wife I felt like that. Oh, man, that's different, though. Because <laughs> your wife just up and leave and go to the new hot thing in town. FYI, you and Envy switch teams every morning. What are you talking about? <laughs> we switch sides. That's, that's not very that's homophobic. Totally too different. <laughs> and I feel like if you're a Cowboys fan, all right, y'all are the most loyal. That's right. But it's kind of disgusting. Right. I, but we loyal to our squad. Allen Iverson tweeted the realest thing last night. He said, I loved y'all for 41 years out of the 46 years I've been living. I'm proud of y'all. We wouldn't be America's team if we weren't the greatest. People hate us because the world love us, except the small percentage that don't. I love my 2021 Dallas How Cowboys. How y'all say y'all the greatest, but y'all trash? Like, y'all are trash, but y'all say y'all the greatest. Y'all Let me tell you something. I'm, for, I'm 43 years old. I lived through three Cowboys Super Bowls. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So, yes, we've been trashed the past 20 years, but boy, it was fun in the 90s. And we're going to get it back one day, gang. And this the year. We're going to the Super Bowl this year, damn it. Yeah, yeah I like the new Knicks. <laughs> you like the, the new, new Knicks. Knicks? What that mean? Yeah. Y'all got loyal fans, but it ain't never going to happen again. That's not true. Uh, Don't say that. You ain't a real Knicks fan if you say believe that, man. And yeah, you a Nets fan. Doing. And he's a Nets fan, too, he said. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Alexa from San Diego. Hey, good morning. Get good it morning. off your chest. Um, I just wanted to make a, a statement. Well, first off, I love all three of you. Thank you so much. You guys start my day every day. Peace, Queen. Um, thank you. Um, so I think the world forgets that a car fell on Kanye West's head. And he's crazy. These are like the after effects of 
loss of head trauma, you know? Oh, oh, you say when he got into the car accident 20 years ago? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I just think these are long-term effects of that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's had a lot of trauma. His mother passing, you're right, the car accident, he almost died. Yeah, I feel like, I, I just feel like it all plays into why he does these crazy antics and he goes over and above, you know, it just, it's not the head <laughs> trauma. I've, I've been around people who have. I mean, we all got trauma. We all got trauma. He's definitely dealing with trauma. I'm not going to diagnose him, but yeah, we all we all dealing with, with our own traumas. He's definitely dealing with yeah, something, though. Like we all are. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you guys all have a great day. Thank you. So you much. Thank you, Queen. Have a great weekend, all right? You too, bye-bye. Hello. Bye-bye. Hey, what up, what up, bro? still about y'all feeling this morning? We black, black, and highly favored. How are you? Yo, I'm we from out here. We good. Angela G, Charlamagne, the God of the Envy. Yes, sir. I'm off to get to the point. I'm frustrated about this whole vaccine only because I wish Joe Biden had the same energy for these Democrats, Scorpions, these voting rights bills. Speak on it. Because my whole thing is, you can't even get two senators, Joe Manson, and again, Kristen Sinema, to, to get on board with this whole idea that we could literally be going back to a tough era in 2020. I mean, 2022. And you got to try to convince black and brown people why Democrats had office and couldn't do nothing for the people. And with my last thing, oh, my last thing, you can't also be crying about unemployment numbers and then say that I have a vaccine to stay employed. Like with this whole new hundred uh, more hundred or more employees that um, on the you know on the uh, company uh, list or whatnot. So my thing is, there's got to be a middle ground somewhere. And and if we can't do that, it's like we all going down the ruins. You know what I'm saying? So. That's what basically what I had to say. You know, I hope y'all have a blessed morning. Yeah, absolutely right, brother. And everything you said, they they need to be shaming Joe Manchin and, and Kirsten Cinema the way they shame anti-vaxxers. Mandate them to get on board with the Democratic agenda so we can get some things done in this country. Hello, who's this? This is Shirley from Connecticut. Hey, Shirley, get I it off your chest. Andy. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I want to get off my chest how doctors. And a lot of people don't know what Chiari malformation is, which I have. Okay. What is that? Can you explain it to us? Yes. Chiari malformation is where your brain is bigger than your skull and your cerebellum tonsils press on the brain stem and cause neurological uh, damage to your whole body. Yikes. And it blocks the cerebellum fluid from flowing through your body. Yikes. So what can be done? What can be done about that? There's no cure for it. Wow. Wow. So you suffer with different symptoms every day, depending on what it's pressing on. Yikes. Well, I'm sorry, Mom. So, you know, a lot of people aren't aware of it. Children have it. Something, most cases, Chiari 1 is something you're born with. And Chiari 2 is something you occur, like if you have multiple trauma, head injuries, you can acquire it. And there's also a Chiari three, which is very rare. Do you do you suffer from it, or somebody you know? Me and my two cousins. Oh man, is that when like that? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's when like a bone goes into your brain or something like that. It's basically no. It's where your 
brain, um, the cerebellum tonsils pushed down onto your brain. It comes out of your skull, the base uh. of your skull, and um, causes migraines, um, uh, all awful. kinds of stuff. And it, um, you have arthritis from it. It makes your voice change because it presses on the nerve of your throat. Um, it's, a, it's a mess. Well, well sorry, for what it's worth, mama. definitely, we're sending you healing energy. Thank you. I appreciate it, Charlamagne, Angelie. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, um, you have a great weekend, um, You too. I just want this. This month is Kiari Affirmation Awareness Month. Well, you definitely made me aware because I never even heard of it. Well, thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes. Megan Thee Stallion says that she loves to make men feel uncomfortable. She's okay with it, and I'll tell you why. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. So Megan Thee Stallion recently did an interview with The Evening Standard, and one thing she talks about is making men uncomfortable, and she's okay with that. She said, I'm starting to see how much more ignorant men are than I thought. When you're a woman who's not a threat, men don't really bother you. Men like that damsel in distress type of role, and that's not me. I feel like that's what kind of gets under a lot of men's skin. Like, how dare she talk about her vagina? She loves herself, and she don't need me, and she's going to take my money. I just feel like I make a lot of them uncomfortable, and I feel like that's my job. Now, she said if she offends people, if her personality, her looks offends people, she said, look the other way. You can't stop looking the other way because you like what you see and you hate that you like what you see. That's why you hate it. That's why you go through all these emotions and you're lashing out on me. So I'm not even mad at these men. They are emotionally ignorant. Once they come to grips with who they are, maybe they'll grow up. But she said not all men are emotionally immature. And, of course, she talks about her man, Partisan Fontaine, who she started dating at the top of the year. She said he's secure with himself and he's never offended by what she does. She's right. I mean, but that should apply to everybody. Like, it shouldn't be your intention to offend. But if people are offended at what you're doing, that's on them. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to offend you on purpose. But if my success offends you, so be it. Yeah, and not even just just, but it is true. Like, even talking about sex, people get so mad. That's actually why I started uh, my podcast, Lip Service, back in the day. Just because I feel like women always get shamed for talking about themselves, talking about sex, talking about their bodies, and all this judgment. And you have to admit, Envy, I remember back... Uh, back then you were on it men were uncomfortable <laughs> that's so crazy though because it's like if you're like a certain age like, like like we are it's like we saw that growing up like we saw women always you know uh, and being emboldened to speak about their sexual activities or sexual preference like Salt and Pepper had a song called let's talk about sex Yep. Yeah, but I wouldn't say not always, because if you hear Salt and Pepper discuss that, they do feel like they were shamed for those Yeah, days. but I feel, I feel like Little Kim and Trina and Kai and Foxy Brown, they kicked the door down for that years ago. They were also shamed for it, though. They were also definitely shamed for it. Yeah, I don't remember that. People mm-hmm. definitely passed judgment and had issues. People had issues with Little Kim's hardcore cover. Absolutely. I loved it. For sure. But you have to keep on pushing and, <laughs> and doing what you want to do. But there's always going to be people who try to make you feel bad, feel ashamed, discuss. You know, it's, it is what it is. My, my, my homeboy, Jarrell, God bless the dead, he had the hardcore cover hanging up in his living room <laughs> growing up. That's really? a fact. Absolutely. All, All right. right. Rest in peace, my man, Jarrell. Now, R&B singer Jaheem, he was arrested for animal cruelty after allegedly there were starving dogs in his house in New Jersey. He's been charged with third-degree animal cruelty and failure to provide necessary care to an animal. On Monday, they said officers responded to a report of a puppy in distress. That's when they discovered six dogs in separate animal crates on the driveway. And they said the animals were partially, the crates were partially filled with several inches of water and dog feces. Oh, my goodness. And one dog was found unresponsive. Wow. 
So they said the dogs, uh, they also found nine more dogs. Uh, he had already been arrested on an unrelated matter outside of his home. Police did find nine more dogs in various stages of em- emaciation without access to food and water inside the residence. So in total, they recovered 12 mixed-breed pit bull terriers, uh, two American Staffordshire terriers, and one mixed-breed boxer. Why are you? I don't understand why somebody would have that many dogs and not care for them. Mm. Like, why? What's the purpose? I'm going to keep having have dogs, dogs and make and them starve suffer? them in a crate? And starve them? That's wild. All right, Wendy Williams is undergoing further evaluation. She had to actually cancel appearances due to ongoing health issues. The Wendy Williams Show season 13 is premiering on September 20th. Now, a spokesperson did not immediately respond to people when reached for further comment, but the announcement was made on an Instagram statement. And it said, Wendy is dealing with some ongoing health issues and is undergoing further evaluation. She will not be able to complete her promotional activities next week, but can't wait to be back in her purple chair on Monday, September 20th for the 13th season premiere. No, we send the Wendy Williams healing energy. We know that's right. All right. Now, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they have announced their $2 million HBCU scholarship fund that's going to help young black students pursue their artistic and creative ambitions. So, on Beyonce's Be Good website, it says, Together with Sean Carter's uh, foundation and Tiffany's and the Carters, we are honored to announce the About Love Scholarship. And the scholarships will be awarded to five small, private, and select state schools. So, the application will be open at each school on Friday. That's today. September 10th, and it closes on Sunday, September 26th. So, anybody who's eligible, they are encouraging you to apply. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, now we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, and we are going to be talking about Joe Biden and these vaccination mandates and what's happening. Also, what does this have to do with uh, children, with teachers, with small businesses? We'll give you that information. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The saga continues. Season two of Wu-Tang and American Saga debuts on Hulu September 8th. The Wu-Tang Clan will have to overcome even more obstacles, odds, and past beef as they come together to create the iconic album, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. Catch up with Season 1 now and stream new episodes of Season 2 on September 8th, only on Hulu. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Last night, NFL, I said NBA earlier. Last night, NFL, the Buccaneers beat the Cowboys 31-29. I don't like how you said beat just now. Soften that beat a little bit. Okay? Squashed. No, it was not a squash. Yes. Yesterday, you guys had a bet too, right? What did we bet? Um, who was going to win? The Cowboys We didn't the bet, Buccaneers. but yeah, I'm rooting for my squad. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan all day. Drop on the clues bombs for my Dallas Cowboys. We're going to the Super Bowl, baby. Drop a okay. bomb for Angela Yee's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, That's not her Tampa went. Bay Buccaneers. We're going Stop. all the way this season, okay. baby. <laughs> don't all tell the way you, to don't, the Super don't, Bowl. Don't, I'm already booking my Don't trust people trip. like Angela Yee. Okay, there's no loyalty. People that just run with whatever's hot, don't trust people like that. Okay? Listen, ride or die. Yeah, ride or die? Okay, sure. What else we got? <laughs> Eventually you die, so you don't want to be that. Um, now let's talk about Joe Biden and these new vaccine mandates that he's saying could cover 100 million Americans. 
Now, as you know, Joe Biden has imposed some strict new vaccine rules on federal workers, large employers and healthcare staff. And he's trying to contain the latest surge of COVID-19. And they're saying these requirements could apply to as many as 100 million Americans. And he said, we've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. And he said, vaccinated America is getting frustrated with the people who have not received shots. And those are the people who are fueling the spread of the virus. And he said the new steps would not be a quick fix. But he said America is in much better shape than it was seven months ago when I took office. I need to tell you a second fact. We're in a tough stretch and it could last for a while. So he's talking about the Labor Department. First of all, they're requiring all businesses with 100 or more employees to make sure their workers are either vaccinated or tested once a week. And that's just for safety purposes. Now, he's talking about helping small businesses deal with COVID. And here's what he had to say about that plan. We'll be expanding COVID-19 economic injury disaster loan programs. That's a program that's going to allow small businesses to borrow up to $2 million to keep going if COVID-19 impacts on their sales. These low-interest long-term loans require no repayment for two years and can be used to hire and retain workers, purchase inventory, or even pay down higher-cost debt racked up since the pandemic began. I'll also be taking additional steps to help small businesses stay afloat during the pandemic got to be careful with that. Make sure you have an account and look at that because they're, they're still arresting people. Even if you get a, a small business loan and you don't use every dollar for what you're supposed to use it for, even though you have to pay it back. Well, some of these people are lying. But some, some, of are some, of, some of them are not, though. Some of them are not. In a small business loan, you got to pay it back regardless. If you yeah, go out and you buy years. a private mm-hmm. jet with it, if you go out and buy uh, some Gucci, you mm-hmm. still got to pay it back regardless. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not like, but you could get arrested if it doesn't. If you can't skip out on paying this loan. No, it's still can't. a loan. But, it's not free money. But you got to pay it back. But if you buy something that's not associated with your business, they could lock you Which up. Which was the one, which, the PPP one was the one that if you put it towards your business, you didn't have to pay it back, right? Yes. That's the one. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, in addition to that, he talked about uh, children and the vaccine mandate as when it comes to protecting kids. The safest thing for your child, 12 and older, is to get them vaccinated. They get vaccinated for a lot of things. As with adults, almost all the serious COVID-19 cases we're seeing among adolescents are in unvaccinated 12 to 17-year-olds, an age group that lags behind in vaccination rates. The best way for a parent to protect their child under the age of 12 starts at home. Every parent, every teen sibling, every caregiver around them should be vaccinated. They should have just told people in the beginning, if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to die. Like, if you're going to fear monger, like, really fear monger. Like, take it there. All right. In addition, he talked about teachers and vaccine mandates and encouraging governors to make these rules. I'm calling on all governors to require vaccination for all teachers and staff. My plan also takes on elected officials and states that are undermining you and these life-saving actions and even threatens their salaries or their jobs. Talk about bullying in schools. If they'll not help, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. The Department of Education has already begun to take legal action against states undermining protection that local school officials have ordered. Another thing too, man, if you don't pay attention to the news every day, you can really get confused. Hell, if you pay attention to the news every day, you can really get confused because if you don't pay attention to the news every day, there was a time where they were saying COVID don't affect kids like that, you know? But now it's, you know, it, it, it's it's really impacting kids. But what if you weren't paying attention after you heard them say it doesn't affect kids like that? Well, they said that the new variant 
It's a lot more contagious. It's a lot more contagious mm-hmm. than the original one. And then they said the new variant happened because people didn't get, get vaccinated. Because mm-hmm. it mutates over time. So It's like the flu mutates every year. Like they they literally make new flu vaccines every year because the flu the flu constantly mutates. Right, and then adults have more protection because they are vaccinated. But kids, as they're going back to school, because you also have to think at that time, kids weren't in school, but now they're back to in-person learning. So now it's spreading a lot quicker. Correct. So I'm sure that's uh, part of the reason why. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, now let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. People got on uh, Jimmy Kimmel for saying this uh, the other day. Dr. Fauci said that if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. That choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're... So let's uh, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Do you think a vaccinated person should be able to get a hospital bed faster than an unvaccinated person? Well, I think we got to be clear about this because we reported on this yesterday. We didn't report on it accurately because he's speaking about people who take that ivermectin medication and are unvaccinated. He's mm-hmm. not just speaking about just a regular person who's unvaccinated. Well, I think the issue is really this, right? There's a, a shortage of beds. So say there's one bed and 10 people who come in and all they all sick need that off bed. of COVID. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. So and they all let's say two people are having a heart attack. There's an unvaccinated person and a vaccinated person. Who gets the bed? So let's, let's but that's not what Jimmy was saying. But, that's, but what, that's what we're saying. But that's what we're taking it from because okay. people took it out of there. So that's what we're asking. 800-585-1051. I think we missing misconstruing his words. I thought the same thing yesterday, too. He's specifically talking about people who are taking that ivermectin right, medication. Right, but we're taking, that, we're taking it away from Jimmy Kimmel. We just started from oh. there because that's what people were talking about. But we're asking, people come to the hospital, they both have, they have COVID, two people, one is vaccinated, one is unvaccinated. Who should get the bet? That's just, un- I don't think no doctor would, no doctor would do that. That's Absolutely. just unethical. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about uh, vaccinations, all right? So we're asking 800-585-1051. Uh, uh, of course, hospitals right now don't have uh, many beds. Is that right, Yee? Yeah, some places have a shortage of beds because their cases of COVID are so high. So we're asking who should get the bed first, the vaccinated people or unvaccinated people? That's what we're asking. Now, Yee, you got a theory on this? Well, yeah, so this all comes from there was a private memo that was leaked from a group of Texas doctors that were talking about this. And they uh, got this memo with the Dallas Morning News. And they said a patient's prognosis is part of the equation. So because vaccination reduces the chances of severe infection and death, then they do feel like the status of your vaccine should be considered when making these decisions. So if there's one bed and there's two people that need that bed, they can take the uh, in the equation can be who has a better chance of survival, the person who is vaccinated. And that's who they'll treat first. So when you have to make those really tough decisions and that's unfortunate, then that's what ends up happening or can end up happening. 
Well, I think this is a convo we should be having with actual medical doctors, but I don't agree with that. I don't like it. And black people and other minorities shouldn't like it because do you know how much we get discriminated against at hospitals? We already get unfair treatment in hospitals. And now you're giving folks another reason to possibly discriminate against us. Plus, I just feel like it's unethical. And and what if I'm what if I'm perfectly healthy, get in a car accident, get rushed to the hospital and it's a surgery they could perform to save me. But I'm not vaccinated, so they don't operate. Well, we're talking about two people with the same condition and there's one bed. How do you make that two, decision? Two people who Don't go keep moving the, the goalposts. Which one is it? No, two people that have okay. COVID that yeah. go into the hospital. One is vaccinated, one's unvaccinated. They both need a bed. There's only one bed available. Who should get that bed? Okay, what if yeah. I'm what if I'm uh, not vaccinated, but I'm COVID-free? Should I be denied the surgery? What if I'm fully vaccinated, but I have COVID? But that's not what he's saying here. No, no, no. I'm asking a question. Okay. What if I'm fully vaccinated, but they test me before they do the surgery, but I got COVID? What do you do then? I don't know. I think you're changing the goalpost. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm asking like a simple question. Scenarios. What if I'm vaccinated, but I'm COVID-free? Should I be denied medical care? What if I'm fully vaccinated, but I have COVID? I don't what think anybody wants to then? deny people uh, medical care. It's just that there's a shortage of beds. That's the issue. So, so, I'm at, so I'm that's at, the problem so of having of, to make these really tough decisions. So it's a lot of nuance that goes with it. Because once again, what if I'm fully, what if I go in there and I'm fully vaccinated, right? Correct. But I they test me and I have COVID. What does a doctor do then? Does he stay away from me and not do the surgery? Well, we're just talking about people who have COVID that have to go into the hospital because a lot of people who have COVID uh, yeah. have to go into it's ICU, not that can't breathe. I thought you said a heart attack. It's, it's, not that they're, uh, it's not that they're saying we're just not going to operate on you because we don't want to because of that. It's making decisions on who gets the table, the bed first. That's and, that, all. and that's what I'm saying. It's a right. lot of nuance so that So what goes they try to it. do is, I think, from what I've heard, what doctors do is they try to see who has a better chance of survival, and those are the people that they try to help first. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Uh, I'd like to remain anonymous. You must be a doctor. She is a doctor. (laughs) Yeah. I'm good. I'm glad you called her. That's what we need to hear from. Okay, so what are your thoughts? Uh, My thoughts, I agree. Inethical. It is not something any of us want to do. Um, But they're right. We're running out of beds. Um, If I have to choose over someone that uh, very ignorantly took a bunch of Hermexin instead of getting a vaccination, I will choose the person that is vaccinated if I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, I don't think that's right. Um, everybody has their choice. People are vaccinated for reasons. Uh, people have valid reasons. Some people have allergies. Some mm-hmm. people have past medical histories that prevent them from getting vaccinated. I don't think it's right to judge those people. And, 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 Regardless. And she brought up the ivermectin. She said if the person took ivermectin, which is what Jimmy Kimmel said. But, but I'm asking. If, she said instead of getting, yeah. If, if it's, getting. You say it's unethical, but if there's only one bed and you have one person that's vaccinated, one person that's not, n- the numbers game, who is. Put some, who is, sheets, who is, on, who is, put some sheets on the floor and make a bed for that person. Okay. Can I ask you another question as a doctor? Okay. What, what, if I, what if I'm fully vaccinated, right? But y'all test me and I have COVID. What, the, what does the doctor do then? Okay, what if like I'm anybody else? So what if I'm not vaccinated but I'm COVID free? Good for you. Got lucky. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but what does the doctor do then? What if I'm not vaccinated but I'm COVID free? You still treat me, right? If you need to be treated and you have an indication to be admitted, yeah. But we're talking about with yeah, Thank but we're you. talking about decisions between people, not like I'm not gonna she, treat she you. She said it's unethical. Eight hundred five eight five one oh five one. If you just joined us, we're asking if uh, two people coming to the hospital with COVID. There's only one bed. Who should get the bed first, the vaccinated person or the unvaccinated person? That is the question. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. 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 I know it, man
Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking there's so many questions about vaccinated and unvaccinated people. We're asking if two people go to the hospital, one's vaccinated, one's unvaccinated. There's only one bed. Who should get that bed? That is the question. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Listen, I believe that if you're unvaccinated and you go into a hospital and there's another vaccinated person, the doctor should make the decision to take it in the vaccinated person. Simply because that person is not vaccinated, he's not only putting, he or she is not only putting their life on the line, they're putting the lives of the doctors, the staff, and anyone who comes into the hospital. And I heard Charlemagne say a million times that sometimes got to leave some people behind. Can't take <laughs> well, that's, that is true, but that wasn't implying. <laughs> I was talking about life, sir. I wasn't talking about in a goddamn hospital. Yeah, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. But I tell you, sir, the reason... You the, the interpret re- that however you want. The reason the logic don't make no sense to me, though, because what if I'm fully vaccinated, but I have COVID? Because we, we act like fully vaccinated people don't test positive for COVID. What does the doctor do then? Yeah, but if you fully vaccinated, that's the person who should get priority. But what you know, if I'm COVID positive right then and there in the hospital? Listen, it's like it's like this was in the eighties when people first became crackheads, right? You can't blame them back then because nobody knew what it was going to be. Anybody who becomes a crackhead man, you know they out there. Mind. I get what you're saying. I, I, get, I get what you're saying. No, sure, you don't. I'm sure, no, you I'm don't. sure doctor. No, you don't. You don't get what he's saying. I Stop do, lying. I do, yeah, I, I do get what he's saying. No, you what, don't. What he's basically saying is you know what happens if you get vaccinated. And if you don't get vaccinated, you know what your chances are. So if y'all both go to the hospital, they're going to try to save the person that's vaccinated because he has a more chance of living. But what if I'm a doctor? And this person is fully vaccinated, but we test him and they're positive for COVID. Well, what do I do then as well, a doctor? Well, you both go to the hospital because you both have COVID. An unvaccinated person and a vaccinated person. you both go into the hospital because you have COVID. Oh, so this is about COVID? I thought y'all said heart attack. I'm confused. Oh I don't know what the hell y'all talking about now. Sense. Y'all thought it was Jimmy Kimmel, Ivermectin. Then y'all talking about Texas and heart attacks. Now y'all talking about two people with COVID. I don't know what y'all talking about. You're making my butt hurt right now. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, guess what? I got an operation Why does your for that. butt hurt? <laughs> all right. And I don't care what your your test results are. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Terry. Hey, Terry, good morning. Good morning. Now, now, what do you think? Uh, two people go to the hospital. They both have COVID. One's vaccinated, one's unvaccinated. There's one bed left. Who should the doctor... Uh, you just added first? to just both got COVID part. No, we've been saying no, that. No, you, you were listen. not. I feel like they shouldn't turn down that one. That's again. That's the ideal. That's ideal to not turn down anyone, but unfortunately, the truth is that there's a shortage of beds in certain places because of COVID. Yeah, but it's, I mean, the whole thing of freedom of choice, pro-choice, pro-choice to not accept the vaccination. There's no reason why a healthy individual would take a vaccination that is guaranteed to low my immune system. Put me at... I don't know if that's true either. Yeah, let's not spread false information. Why? We've been doing it for the past 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't think anybody should get vaccinated if they're healthy, is what you're saying? I'm a healthy individual. I'm not taking a vaccination or giving it to my kids when it's going to make them sick. I have been around too many people that they have got sick. Okay, because okay. I got vaccinated. I didn't get sick. I mean, you're part of that 25% that didn't get sick. 
What number is that? He's an alien. But thank okay. you, Mama. People, <laughs> I, I know people that got sick after the vaccine. Not I mean, seventy-five percent of people. I don't know how much it was, but a lot of people say that. But that's what happens when you take most vaccines. Though you can take the flu vaccine and get sick. Because Let me go back to the guy that said. Well, the guy made a good point. He said, "Back in the days, you use crack. You see what crack does to the people. So Shut why, up. Why would you use crack right now? Shut when you see up. What it does to people? Huh? Well, let's that's go. That's what he said. He said, "Why would somebody use crack?" Can in we go back to why your butt hurts? When you see what it did to people. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is the fear that a lot of people have. They don't know what the vaccine may do to them in the future. So or we have not COVID seen. So we have not seen what the vaccine will do in the future. So I mean, you're right. Yes, we've seen what COVID does, but then a lot of people are afraid of COVID, but they're also afraid of the vaccine. So they would rather take their, you know, chances by wearing masks, social distancing, washing their hands, and taking those precautions as opposed to getting the vaccine. Now, do you right. ki- now you want to continue to agree with the person that used the crack analogy for COVID? Nope. Oh, I got my okay. vaccination. I'm, I'm doing what's best for me and my family. Everybody do what's best for you and your family. That's that's what it should all boil down to. Like, I mean, it is what it is. That's what that's that's literally what it should boil down to. And, and people and people get it when they feel crack. comfortable. Like, I, people, everybody's comfort level is different. Some people felt comfortable in the beginning. Some people feel comfortable in the middle. Some people may feel comfortable a month from now. When you feel comfortable in the middle or the or the end? Um, I'm kind of in the middle right now. I'm in the middle. All right. Leaning lean, leaning more towards. Back end. It don't matter. It don't matter. That's my, my my body, my choice. But we'll talk about it. You know what I mean? Because none of y'all know what y'all talking about. That's that's what we should really say. Yeah, you know what you're talking <laughs> about. I just want to put that do. disclaimer. <laughs> I and mean, I say none of I said none of us. No, you said none of y'all. Well, all of us. We really don't know what we're talking about. Nope. One thing about me, y'all, man, God, I'm never going to get on this radio and fully act like I know what I'm talking about. These are just my opinions. Uh, okay? No, these are mine. <laughs> that's all. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about the BET Hip Hop Awards nominees. Now, we'll tell you who had the most nominations with nine this year. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. That's one of our iHeartRadio Music Festival artists. I just felt like saying that. That's all you felt like saying. Let me shout out. uh, Last week, I was in Mexico. Um... I was in. I'm um, trying to think of the, the you don't know spot where you were? in Mexico. No, you know Mexico is trying to th- is uh, La Puerto Vallarta. Did I say that right? La pu- what Puerto Vallarta? Yes, that's oh the my place. Gosh. My wife booked the trip. I just go. I just I, yeah, know where you are, Envy. Please. I know I was in Mexico. How about that? Okay. How about that? So I want to shout to everybody out there. They were they were so nice and so kind to my family. We stayed at the uh, Villa La Estancia. They listen every morning. Uh, so I just want to shout out to them. Everybody was just so nice. So I just want to say thank you for all the love. We had a great time. Service was wonderful. Wanted to take the family away before school started so the kids are back in school. So well, for everybody, everybody traveling, there. make sure you know what the rules are to get back to because I know a lot of times you got to get COVID tested before you come back. I know people who have missed their flight trying because they had to go through all these different protocols that they weren't aware of. So if you are planning to travel to another country, make sure you look all of that up online. I have to go to Barbados for a wedding mm-hmm. next week and I'm like so confused trying to see what the protocol is. Yes. And you have to get this, uh, you have to get tested but if you're vaccinated, you have to do something else. You have to fill out this form ahead of time. There's people who get turned away at the airport because they didn't look up that information yeah. and they can't get on the flight because they didn't fill out a form or they didn't get their test in time or they didn't get the right test. Yeah, they're very serious about that. In some places, you got to get a, uh, you got to get tested before you go and tested three days before you come back. So. And when you land, I think in Barbados, it says you have to get tested when you land in either at the airport or, or at a vaccination um, or at a site where you have to quarantine mm-hmm. or something like that. So just make sure before you go anywhere, you know what the rules are. Absolutely. All right. And those those fake vaccination cards, they're arresting people for those. I just want to put that out there. So if you got a fake vaccination cards, yeah. I, know, I know the hood is out there Relax. selling them like crazy. If they catch it, you're going to jail.
I was going to eat, and you know, in New York, in order to go inside restaurants to sit down and eat, you have to be vaccinated and have your vaccination card. And so uh, that's just something also to be. I feel bad for the people who have to check that. Like this was never in my job description. That's true. You got to come in, and they're like, "Okay, we need to see your vaccination card." And it's, you know, that's just another thing that people have to do now. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? BT Hip Hop Awards. There are two people who lead the nominations for this year. We'll tell you who they are with nine nominations each. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right, well, BET has announced the nominees for the BET Hip Hop Awards, and that's going to be taking place next month. And who leads the nominations? Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion with nine nominations each. Nice. Because of WAP? Yes, congratulations to them. One, a WAP seemed like a lifetime ago. It does. <laughs> yeah, when did that song come out, Last actually? year. Yeah. Last year during the pandemic. All right, well, Hip Hop Album of the Year. Let's talk about that and who you think should get it Mm -hmm. from the people nominated. All right, Moneybag Yo, Against His Pain, Mm -hmm. Tyler the Creator, Call Me If You Get Lost, Migos, Culture 3, Meg Thee Stallion, Good News, uh, DJ Khaled's Khaled Khaled, 21 Savage and Metro Boom and Savage Mode 2, or J. Cole, The Off Season. What you think? I mean, if you just, I mean, yeah, you got to go J. Cole to all season, right? I mean, there's a lot of albums on there I love. I love the 21 Savage album. I love uh, Moneybag Yo album. But, I mean, I would, yeah, you got to go J. Cole Did you hear Tyler season. the Creator's album? I did hear Tyler the Creator's album. A lot of people talking about they love that album. But if you if you basing, you know, basing it off, you know, what the album sounds like and you basing it off sales and impact and everything else, you got to go J. Cole to all season, I would think. All right. Now, who is the hip-hop artist of the year? Cardi B, Drake, J. Cole, Little Baby, Megan the Stallion, or Tyler the Creator? I, it would have to go between Megan and Lil Baby, in my opinion. Megan had See, a, a huge year. Lil Baby had a huge year. Yeah, well. I mean, those are the sexy picks, but I, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like Tyler the Creator. I really do. I just like what Tyler doing. I love the joint he just put out with Maxwell Cream. I love this album. Lil Baby's been putting numbers on the board. His, his touring has been crazy. Every record that he's, he's featured on, he's been killing it. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. All right, well, just... Oh, here's one. DJ of the year. Mm-hmm. Not Envy. <laughs> Anything else? Damn. I mean, I, I think it's only right. I mean, let's let's talk about it. I mean... <laughs> talk about what? Syndicated in over 100 markets oh, in the God. last year. That's not DJing. That's radio that, personality. That's ra- a DJ up here, sir. So you no. think uh, over D-Nice? A radio hall of oh, fame. Oh, talking about D-Nice. Hey, stop, stop. <laughs> Jazzy Jeff. D-Nice is the DJ of the year. I can't even believe I had to think about that one. D-Nice was the DJ last year. This year. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's for what you did last year. We talk of the Hall of Fame as a DJ. Drop on the clues bombs for DJ. Not too many DJs in the Hall of Fame. I meant DJ (laughs) D-Nice. Then we could talk about Carcella brought out 16,000 people. No artists. Stop. We could talk about the one in AC. 10,000. No artists. Parties all over the world. Every demographic. You did not teens, do what D Nice did last year. Stop. No, okay, got, okay, one more, one shout more. Shout out to D Nice. He got his award last shout year. Shout out to D Nice. He got his award last year. Haven't you gotten one before? Haven't you gotten one before? All right, well, shout out to you. You got one before. D Nice is nominated for what he did. All of this is for what you did. This past year. No, D Nice got a BET award for last year for everything he did last year. He kept doing it though. Yeah, and them D Nice club quarantines that he been doing, you know, are amazing. They are. The two, the two I saw on Instagram. Okay. Crazy. One more, one more. But, but you know, Coachella Lena has 16,000 people, Best, no artists. Best. D Nice DJ to you. Best hip hop platform. Shout out to D Nice. Complex, Genius, Hip Hop DX, Hot New Hip Hop, 
The Shade Room, World Star, Double XL, or The Breakfast Club? Academics. Hot new hit. Academics. Word <laughs> up. Academics not nominated? No. Nope. Oh, academics. It should be academics. But he's not nominated. Well, that's I'm talking that's about, silly. Uh, they, messed, they messed that one up. I mean, there's a lot of great sites on there. I love uh, Hot New Hip Hop. I love Hip Hop DX. I love Genius. You don't love The Breakfast Club? Not really. But academics should definitely be Hip Hop Platform of the Year. Okay, so... 100%. You want to nominate... You want to vote for someone who... Absolutely, okay. academics should be nominated. But, it, but he's not. We're talking about the from the nominees. Well, they wrong. The Breakfast... <laughs> hands down, The Breakfast Club. Nah, not for hip hop. Not for hip hop? Nah, nah, nah. nah. Why not? Hot new hip hop, hip hop why DX. Why not? Not for hip hop. You bugging. No, Breakfast not. Club for 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 the things mm -hmm. in, in hip hop that we do up here and not the artists that we break up here. Not this year. And the not fact that we can break stories and mm -hmm. go viral without a hip hop moment. I'm just being honest, sir. All <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't have an ego. You're a cowboy. I can step, I can step outside my ego. You're and, a cowboy and, fan. And, I can. You know, give props to people who. I, I, nobody said nothing about giving I think, props. I think I think hip hop. I like hip hop DX a lot. I do like hot new hip hop. I see a lot of hot new hip hop stuff. So if I had to go based off what's in that category, I'd probably say Hot New Hip Hop. All right. Now, let's talk about Ryan Leslie. He was on the Earn Your Leisure podcast, and he was talking about investing in Apple back in 2009, right? So back in 2009, he invested, and here's what that investment has grown to. I watched my investment go from 100000 to 350000 and I remember a conversation I had with my mentor. I said, hey, look, man, I took your advice, and I'm going to cash out, get something nice for my mom. He said, Ryan, listen, you can go ahead and cash out, give something nice to your mom, but we'll shake hands and I'll never teach you anything again. Or you figure out a different way to give something nice to your mom and hold on to that investment. And when we checked in this year, that 100000 I got it on my birthday, September 25th, 2009. That 100000 was just under $16 million. That's amazing. That's from the uh, Earn Your Leisure podcast. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Dropping the clues bombs for Earn Your Leisure. <laughs> Earn Your Leisure on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. Shout out to Ryan Leslie. I love those investments. He's been doing investments like that for a long time. I'm mm -hmm. talking about it, too. All right. Now, 50 Cent is joining in the trailer coverage for calling the Holyfeld versus Belfort fight. And it's going to be on a different platform, though, on a different broadcast than what Donald Trump is doing. So you know how Snoop usually does his commentary and all of that. Well, 50 is going to be doing it. He's a huge boxing fan. So we know that should be pretty entertaining. Now, we told you before that Trump is getting paid millions to call the event. He also has a, a private jet that he's going to use to get to the venue, which is at the Hard Rock Hotel in Hollywood. He'll be there with his son, Don Jr. Now, Donald Trump is already doing interviews. And he talked about who he would like to fight if he was hypothetically going to go against someone. And here's what he had to say. If you had to box somebody on Saturday night, who would it be and what would the fight look like? I think probably my easiest fight would be Joe Biden because uh, I think he'd go down very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. You know, he once said, oh, I'd like to take him behind the bar. He'd be in big trouble if he ever did. Now, I think Biden would go down within the first few seconds. I would put my money on Trump in that one, too. I wouldn't. He got them little hands. You're crazy. It's amazing that they're only three years apart, but Biden seems so much older than Trump. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about I don't know yeah, As about, much as I don't like Donald Trump, I think Donald Trump will win. That, that's, if you got eyes. You ain't see Biden fall down the stairs? <laughs> could barely get back up? I don't know. I just look at how see Biden Donald Trump waddles off? around. I don't know. You must not pay attention to Joe Biden. He be nine off like he on heroin. Like Sleepy he's, Joe. They yeah, call him Sleepy, Sleepy Joe, Joe for a reason. I definitely got... Donald. I don't feel like Donald Trump's in the best shape either. No, no but I, I know he's in better shape than Biden. He can knock out a sleepy old man. 
Biden at least looks like he's like more. I don't know. Donald no, he Trump. does not. Do not. Why are you lying to yourself? For real, that's how I feel. If you want my, it's my opinion. <laughs> All right, and they're also it? saying that Trilla wants Barack Obama and Bill Clinton to cause some upcoming fights as well. They've already made a offer to Bill Clinton and. They hope that he'll get on the mic and do something later on this year. And I, they said they're planning to also make that announcing gig offer to Barack Obama as well. Nah, I highly doubt. They should have they went to Barack first. Barack ain't doing nothing after Trump. No way. And neither is Bill Clinton. That should have been a topic last hour. Who would win in the fight? Donald Trump or Joe Biden? That would have been a good one. You can still do it. I tell you, Barack would beat all their asses, though. For real. Yeah. Barack Obama? Yeah, yeah Barack, Barack is like 30 yeah, years younger. younger than all of them. He's younger. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think that'd be a good boxing match. But if they both fall, they can't. They'll, they like won't get back it. up. And uh, all right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Michelle Obama would definitely beat um, Donald yep. Trump. Because she's in shape. That's a fact. Yep. All right. Well, who are you giving that donkey to? Oh, man. There's a hospital in Spain, man, that made a huge error. It's like one of those, like, what if created an alternate timeline errors. But we'll talk about it for after the hour. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings, and if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks, even if you don't see a train. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. Donkey, donkey, donkey. That's time for the donkey of the day. That's pretty really fun. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Mm. Donkey of the day for Friday, September 10th goes to a hospital in Spain. Uh, I think you pronounce it San Milan de la Grono Hospital is the name. I'm sure I got that wrong. And they're being sued for $4.8 million. Why are they being sued? Well, because the hospital had a human error. Oof. Human error. Error period is a word you don't want to hear in a hospital. Okay, doctor comes to you and tell you there's been an error. Something is wrong, and it's time for you to call on God. You should have been calling on God to begin with. All praises due to God. But when the doctor tells you that there's been an error, that means you probably need to really, 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 really lean into your creator. Well, what if that error gets told to you almost two decades later? What if? Time, space, reality. It's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility where a single choice can branch out into infinite realities, creating alternate worlds from the ones you know. I am the watcher. I am your guide to these vast new realities. Follow me and ponder the question, what if? I'm, I'm sorry, people. I watch too much Marvel. What if it's such a great show? But what if 20 years later you are told a hospital made an error? Would you want to know? Would you care? Of course you would, depending on what the situation is. Well, in this case, I think you would care. See, 20 years ago in this hospital, San Milan de la Grono Hospital, two baby girls were born. Well, one of those baby girls, now 19 years old, took a DNA test that showed the parents who raised her were not her own. And now she's suing the hospital for $4.8 million. I feel like she should get a lot more, but she's suing doctors for $4.8 million. Now, she's withholding her identity from the press. But here's the story. She was born in 2002 and another baby girl were born. Uh, they were born five hours apart and they were both underweight. The two infants were kept in uh, incubators around the same time. And in 2017, a family dispute led the woman to take a paternity test. 
Now, you know that had to be a hell of a dispute. One of those disputes that makes you say to yourself, I can't be related to you fools. Who are these people? Okay, God, I think you made a mistake because these can't be my parents. Where is the TVA to come fix my sacred timeline? Well, she took the paternity test and it confirmed that her and her father are not related. You're not my dad! A single choice can branch out into infinite realities, creating alternate worlds from the ones you know. This is really a real life what if. Now, what is the hospital saying about this situation? What was their reply to these allegations? Two words. My bad. That's it. They said there's no corruption at their clinics. <laughs> they are blaming one-off human error for this mistake. Sarah Alba, health chief, said it was a human error, and we haven't been able to find out who was to blame. Officials stated they were not aware of any other cases of baby swapping in their history and insist that their current operation would not allow for such a mishap today. What do you do in a situation like this? I know she did the paternity test because she clearly thought something was wrong, but what if her biological parents don't want her? I think this requires a larger discussion, but I do know 4.8 million and a my bad is simply not enough. Uh, please give San Milan de la, please let Remy Ma give San Milan de la Grano Hospital the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker, you dumb. Mm. All right, what do you do in a situation like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Now, up next, 800-585-1051. Now, Angela Yee, she does a lip service podcast. And uh, during her podcast, she had Hood Celebrity. Shout to Hood Celebrity on the show. And Hood Celebrity said that she's a virgin. But I'm a virgin. What? Huh? Yeah, I've never had nothing go inside of me at all. No. Nah, that's nice. You're nice and pure. That's good. <laughs> but I've never had like nothing go We're inside pure. of me. We're pure. We just had a lot of <laughs> mm. <laughs> No, but that's nice. That's do you fire. want to? Like, you can't wait for it? Or I'm going to be honest with you. I do want to have my kid. So it will be like, when I lose my virginity, it will be when I have my kid. Okay. And it have to be like a special, different type of... All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. We want to speak to the virgins out there. If you're a virgin... <laughs> why are you laughing? Because uh, you're so far from it. This sounds so crazy. <laughs> I want to talk to the virgins born, out there. Salute to all the virgins out there. One time for the virgins. Does born again count? No. Oh. I want to salute to all the virgins <laughs> If you're a virgin, there. make some noise! You're going to get canceled. 800 I'm just joking. 800-585-1051. <laughs> if you're a virgin and you decide to wait, we want to know why. We what constitutes virginity? Like oral sex? Are you still a virgin? I don't know. I just thought it was in insertion. You're still a virgin? What about anal? Oh, my God. You're trying to make this difficult, huh? This is right. Oh, is that difficult for you? <laughs> no, I go low. I got... Oh, oh, oh my goddamn grease at? Oh, my gel at? I can't... It's I so difficult. Make it easier. Call us up right now. Oh, here you go. Virgins. Oh, oh, if you're a virgin, 800. Why do you have that here? Why do you have that big-ass grease? This makes it less difficult. You have a gallon of grease. What the... That ain't grease. What is that? This is a... Wet platinum silicone premium lubricant <laughs> serum. Where do you get okay. that? Why from? do you need that? And why much? do you have that? You said it was difficult here. Eight hundred five. Yeah, you brought up anal and we said it was difficult. I'm giving it here. Yeah, How much of that have you used? None. It's, it hasn't been mm -hmm. open. We want to speak to the virgins this morning. It's freaky, freaky, freaky Friday. I hate y'all. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us. Uh, we're talking about Angela Yee's podcast, Lip Service, and she had Hood Celebrity on. And this is what she said about being a virgin. But I'm a virgin. 
What? Huh? Yeah, I've never had nothing go inside of me at all. No. Nah, that's nice. You're nice and pure. That's good. But I've never had like nothing go We're inside pure. of me. We're pure. We just had a lot of <laughs> <laughs> mm. No, but that's nice. That's do you fire. want to? Like you can't wait for it? Or what? I'm going to be honest with you. I do want to have my kid. So it will be like when I lose my virginity, it will be when I have my kid. Okay. And it yeah. has to be like a special different type of so we're asking 800-585-1051. We're looking for all the virgins out there. And if you are, we want to know why. Oh, my gosh. This is like a reality show. Yeah, we just want to know why. We're going to put them this? in a house together. Uh, my name is Jay. How's it going? Good morning, uh, everyone. Jay, how old are you? Uh, me, I'm 28 years old. 28, and you're still a virgin? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, why? <clears throat> Honestly, you know, I had a couple of chances here and there, but I got too nervous. Okay. It was, um, you know, something that I did not want to rush I do also believe in the marriage thing, but nowadays, you know, it's very hard to find a companion that you can spend the rest of your life with. Okay, so you were nervous and, and you just, just chickened out and backed out. Correct, but, you know, now, now it's uh, I think it's time for me to try again. So uh, do you want to be, like, in a relationship in love, or would you mind just losing it? Well, I would love that idea of finding my companion to be in love with, but that's that's possible. Do you know what you're doing? Like, have you been getting ready? Well, yeah, you know, I've been uh, I've been doing my research, as you could say. Mm -hmm. You've been watching porn. I'm gonna be honest with you. You well, sound like a virgin. A little bit, you know. Well, take your time. Don't let anybody force you, bro. Well, yeah, you know, but it's it maybe um, Angela can maybe talk to your shot. You know, maybe she can take it from me. You want me to take your virginity? You could maybe. I don't know. Maybe I, I like guys who know what they're doing. I ain't gonna lie. That was kind of smooth, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't I'm know if I even lie. believe him I, I, now. I, I, I was like, you sound like a virgin, but now I'm like, nah, he on some I don't think a, he's a virgin at nah, all. I don't think he's a virgin. Yeah, no, that was kind of smooth. That was a line. That, that's the line you run. That was smooth, bro. I'm not gonna lie. That was smooth, bro. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Ace. We felt Ace, that. what's up? Yeah, I'm a 37-year-old virgin. You're lying. Okay. Why don't you believe him? I'm serious. I live by myself. I have no kids. And the person I had planted this in my head kind of scared me as I was growing up. Mm -hmm. So it just really, you know, all right, my uncle had HIV. So that's who the person I had planted it into my head. Gotcha. You got to be careful with these females. Don't go unprotected. Don't get out here like, like, you know, condom off. I was, I, I'm, I'm terrified. Right. Okay, so what are you so what are you thinking? Like when you think you'll feel comfortable, you you do want to lose your virginity? Did you come close before? Kind of, sort of, but then uh, I kind of stopped it. What happened? She didn't have a condom. Oh. And neither did you. So you you don't have condoms with you? Like if you think it's about to happen? Oh no, I do. I do carry condoms, but I'm I'm just scared about the whole thing. Like you know, with this whole pandemic and. The, mm -hmm. Delta variant and all these. Bro, like, you're 37. That just came around a year ago, man. <laughs> Don't blame COVID for your lack of action. You didn't get no action 36 years prior. I'm just being precautious. This guy blamed Delta. That's funny as hell. It's Delta fault. Hello, who's this? Good morning, good morning. Victor from Miami. How you doing, guys? Victor, what's up, bro? Um, Hey, not much, man. Um, I'll be honest to you, uh, and this is nothing against you, Envy, uh, but sometimes, you know, you talk a lot about kind of the butt and, 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 and you know, I know you've been married for a long time. 20 years. And, okay, tw there you go. Where and is I, this I, going? Charlamagne yeah. made a point the other day, and I, I'm thinking, are you kind of leaning on the other side? Or have you thought about, like, you know, the butt? 
So are you trying to are you trying to lose your virginity? No, are you trying to lose your virginity to envy? No, 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 not that. I feel that he's envying my being without him knowing yet a pillow fire. I I don't I I agree with you. This is the image Charlemagne gives me. Like it's a true dude, you know. And then it's like between Charlemagne and envy. I think envy would be the pillow biter. I've heard those rumors. I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Does everybody really bite a pillow? Charlemagne would be the man. The power top, baby. No, no, no. He, Maybe that you'll be giving you. That's right. Tell now, him, isn't this about virginity? What's going on here? Tell him you 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 know you know you know a power top when you hear one. So, exactly. I don't know why he would be the power top. Why would he be the power top? I don't get it. He's more, he's more aggressive than you are, man. I'm sorry, bro. Miami Beach would be perfect, Envy. So will. you think that Envy's a virgin and he needs to lose his virginity? I, yeah, I think he's more of a Ricky Martin. Yo, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if I'm Ricky Martin, who is Charlemagne? Little Nas X. Oh, no, he's a power bottom. Never mind. Never mind. No, Charlemagne will be the giver. You'll be the man. Envy will be the pillow biter, which means give it all to me, Charlemagne. Yeah. Can somebody get us a meme? Look at me, King. Look at me, King. Look at me, King. Look at me, King. And I feel bad for all the bottoms out there, man. Why do you just disrespect the bottoms like that? He's personally offended. There's power bottoms out there. Lil Nas X said there's power bottoms. I never heard it turn to Lil Nas X said That means you throw it back aggressively. Oh, 800 Look at me, King. No. <laughs> look at me, King. Make eye contact, no, King. I'm looking at you, man. He's a shy brother. <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk to the virgins out there, all right? We want to know why. Call us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Friday. Uh, this question comes from Angela Yee's podcast. She had Hood Celebrity on. Shout out to Hood Celebrity. And Hood Celebrity said uh, this. She was a virgin. But I'm a virgin. What? Huh? Yeah, I've never had nothing go inside of me at all. No. Nah, that's nice. You're nice and pure. That's good. But I've never had like nothing go We're inside pure. of me. We're pure. We just had like... <laughs> no, but that's nice. That's do you fire. want to? Like, you can't wait for it? Or what? I'm going to be honest with you. I do want to have my kid. So it will be like, when I lose my virginity, it will be when I have my kid. Okay. And it has to be like a special, different type of... She's never been penetrated. Let's just say that. So that makes you a virgin, right? She's done other things, though. But yeah, she's still a virgin. Okay. So now we're asking we're asking to speak to all the virgins out there and just want to know why. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Kay from Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, Cake. Um, I'm calling about the, the virgin. I'm a 22-year-old virgin, and I just feel like you can't miss anything you haven't had. Okay, okay. all right. I ain't mad at that. And then, and then I also feel like virgins have the biggest targets on their back because it's like so many people trying to be the one to break that. Well, it's not like we know. You're a virgin. When It's not like people can just see you and say, oh, that's a virgin. Yeah, when do you tell people, like, if you date somebody? Oh, I tell, I tell them off the rip because most people are, already know. Like, um, she's a virgin. Mm. So, well, how are you not having sex already? Like, you're 22, you're not having sex. A lot of my friends have babies or and then having sex at a young age. And it's like a lot of people in our group know, like, she's the only one. So it's like everyone around me is trying to get me to break that. Why, why, what you holding on to? What, what, what you're waiting for? And it's like, I don't know what I'm waiting for. It's not marriage. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, I haven't found the right one. That's right. And you wait, you take your time. I, I respect you. That's right. I respect it. How Thank far, you. how far have you gone? Well, I have been 
Down there. Mm-hmm. Ew. Okay. What you mean, ew? Why would you do that? I don't, don't want to hear that on the radio this morning. You tell. You tell. You, you got finger before. And what else? Um, that's my. And I have had oral. Okay. I, well, I have did oral twice. Okay. Hey, you, you ain't a virgin. Oral. You like a ver. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't a virgin now. Yes, she is. Well, thank you, Cake, for calling. I'm still a that's right. <laughs> All right. We just got one more person online. Charles, you there? Yes, I am. Morning, Envy. Morning, Charles. <laughs> hey, Charles. How you doing, Angela Charlemagne? Yes, sir. Charles, are you a virgin? Hell no. I'm married with two kids and one on the way. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it said you wanted to highlight Charlemagne. I thought you wanted to shoot your shot. I'm, I'm shooting my shot and entertain my wife and entertain my family. Charlemagne, how you doing? What's going on, man? Uh, I like I'm, that bald, melt-done head of yours, brother. I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. How are you, King? Okay. You good? Honestly, man, I can't complain. I'm, I'm good as well, man. What you and your wife got going on? What they kind want of- you. They want you in the middle. Oh, no. I'm, I'm we a- want you in the middle, yes. Oh, no. I'm a happily married, faithful man, my brother. I know. Uh, me as well. But for the sake of this, man, you can be in the middle with us. We on our way to the, the resort to celebrate my kid's birthday. We're going to have you in the tutu dancing for us. Congratulations. Oh, I like that. Ooh. Now, Charles, <laughs> Charles, would you be a virgin to a situation like this, or have you done this before with your wife? Not with my wife. Actually, as a single male, I was in a weird situation. What, what? happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> Long story. I went out to a club. On my way home from a club, I, ran in, I went to a gas station. At the gas station, this married couple picked me up and took me home. Damn, and you ended up getting more butt than ass trace. <laughs> <laughs> Were you penetrated, Charles? So you in- <laughs> Whoa. Why you always got to go so far? What's up, man? I did the penetrating. Oh, you did the penetrating him, too. Around did, there, you, did you tell your wife? This is before we were married, but she's going to hear it this morning when she listens. Okay, Charles. So you're into this, though. You would do it again? No, not at all. Not with my wife. Hell no. All right. Okay. I am faithful, and nobody's getting in our bedroom realistically. <laughs> so why are you calling up here playing? Yeah, you had him all hot bothered. He was all hot bothered. Why you all playing? I was not. That's not <laughs> how I meant that. Why are you playing with me? Uh, he he was sweating. That's not, that's not how I meant that. <laughs> Woo! God, he's trying to holler at Charlamagne. Oh, my God. Got a little upset. We got rumors on the way. You got him all excited. Now you want to say that's not how I meant that, (laughs) guys and girls. Okay, and I say guys and girls. Okay. We got rumors on the way. So immature. Yes, and it's Friday, so it also means that it's also new music, and we'll tell you what songs, what albums, what videos are out. All right. (laughs) Rumors next is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I, I can't even ask a friend a serious question up here. You asked me a question and I asked you. You said, tell me if this not, it's stupid, right? It's not stupid. Envy says to me, do you have an extra sweatshirt. sweatshirt in the back? Talking about a black effect sweatshirt. And I said, why? You cold? No, but you making it feel like, you know, like when you have... You know, have sex at somebody's house and then they leave it. How and, did that make it feel like that? Thank you, let me, let me get a piece of clothes <laughs> because I want to be warm. That's what it made me feel like I'm doing. A- where, do you, where you get all of that? You, yo, you got to get out of. You need. To, I'm not gonna lie. The energy here the is very bro. awkward. No, yes. that's what you. I just, and I'm you uncomfortable. You need to sit you down with a the therapist. Like I, was, I just said, bro, can I get an extra sweatshirt that you? Have and I back? asked you why are you cold. Oh, see, you Dan gave me a sweatshirt. The, they on me. Also, that's right. That's a good sweatshirt. And I also Hold it up offered for the you a sweatshirt. <laughs> Dan, Dan just handed you a sweatshirt that said on me. Very appropriate. Put it on. Thanks. Put it up on Thanks. if you're cold. On me, right? Is that what you were going to say? <laughs> if he's, if, I'm just asking him if you're cold. Y'all play too much, man. Whatever. Just Can I do my rumors? Let's go. Thanks. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report. Dan is too big. Angela Yee. Oh. 
on the wow. Breakfast Club. <laughs> the sweatshirt. Then, Come on, Envy. Why do you do this? The sweatshirt is too is too big. Pause. Yeah. Come on, let's go. It's Friday, it's Freaky, damage. freaky Friday. All right. Now, it's also New Music Fridays, and Baby Keem has his album out, The Melodic Blue. You are right over there. I'm sorry. That's that yellow <laughs> boomerang. I, I love that yellow album. All right. But... Let's not... Uh, Baby Keem, mm-hmm. new album, The Melodic Blue. Uh, we already heard the song previously with Kendrick Lamar, Family Ties. He has another song with him called Range Brothers. Mama lost focus. I was at home. No lights, no food. Heard that the joke is hot, king broken. Head to the ground when I walk in school. Going through the motions, mad, impulsive, Benny. I ain't want to buy by the rule. Goddamn, Mr. Lamar. Drop on the clues bomb for Mr. Lamar. Okay. Kendrick Lamar, baby Kim. I can't wait to get into that later. I haven't gotten to that at all. By the way, AZ, Do or Die 2 is out today. Shout AZ. Yes. AZ, Knife wanted to try to produce records with you, too. I don't know if you saw that Instagram post, but Knife wanted to say he wanted to do seven songs with you, man. I really hope y'all connect, because I'd love to hear that. Yeah, AZ trying to come up here, too. Well, he Let's needs to, do it. Let's make it get, is he going to get in the elevator? Because you know he doesn't ride on elevators. It's only two flights. Really? Yes. Yeah. He does not. He actually came to my birthday party at the bowling alley, and he didn't come upstairs because he doesn't get on elevators. That's well, AZ, you, might have to, you might have to come on the elevator for this one, AZ. You can't avoid elevators in life. You can't. the steps. So he's never been in a building that's like 40 stories I don't know about never, there. but it's... I guess we it, ask him when he comes up here. I don't right. believe that. We might have to go downstairs and do it downstairs. All right, Jay Bobbin has a new album out today, too. It's a collection of two dozen tracks. It's called Jose. Also, Common has a follow-up to last year's A Beautiful Revolution Part 1, and it's A Beautiful Revolution Part 2 mm-hmm. that picks up where that one left off. Uh, in addition, Yeba has her Oof. album out, Dawn, today. Oof. Yes. Uh, Paul Wall, Hall of Fame hustler. Aaliyah, her self-titled album is now on streaming services. So we see her mm-hmm. breaking all kinds of records right now as well. Chloe Bailey, Have Mercy. This video, Have Mercy for Real. Why you looking at me like I ain't give you no choice? If I count the three, that you be on your knees, you Hey. I haven't seen that video yet, but I'm oh, assuming you, there's some let booty Let me tell in you it. something. The video is, she's pretty amazing. People are calling her like, you know, they said she really, really, you could tell she studied under Beyonce, but the video is great. Yeah, I had one of my youngins, uh, Nala Simone, said that this morning. She was like, yeah, she's the new Beyonce. I'm like, slow down. Stop. Okay. I mean, she is signed you, but, to the label, and I'm sure she's picked up a lot of. Yeah, but you put her. unnecessary yeah, pressure and, 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 and aspirations on people. It, it, is, it but is, but it's a compliment. People a compliment. can't live up to those things. Like they just can't. Those are too. Those shoes are too big to fill. And what happens is, people go into it instead of listening to Chloe. They go in listening to hear something Beyonce ish. I don't think it's right. her music. I was thinking more of like her dancing and visuals. her, and her mm-hmm. work ethic and visuals. Mm-hmm. And it looks really good. So shout out to her. Uh, Russ, Utah Freestyle, Ari Lennox, Pressure, Fabio Foreign, Storytime, SZA, The Anonymous Ones, The Baby featuring Lil Wayne, Lonely, and Alicia Keys has a new song out featuring Sway Lee called Lala. All I know is as of 6 a.m. this morning, Yebba Boomerang is absolutely my favorite song on the planet right now. That Yebba album slaps. But that record, Boomerang, oh my God. All right, now there's a competition series that people are not excited about, and it's on CBS. It's called The Activist. 
and it's hosted by Usher, uh, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, and Julianne Hoff. And they're saying it's a five-week reality series. It's, a, it's produced by Global Citizen. Mm-hmm. It's going to premiere next month, and it's six activists teamed up with one of three high-profile public figures as they work together to bring meaningful change to one of three vitally important world causes, health, education, and environment. And they're going to measure the success of their efforts using host input, social metrics, and online engagement. So What's wrong with that? People are very uh, confused about that because they're saying, while the heart is likely in the right place, they said activism is an altruistic act born out of compassion, a sense of duty, and oftentimes necessity to parlay that into a reality competition whose primary goal is to make money might feel to some like that's not what it's supposed to but be. But you're trying to make money for an organization that needs help, right? Maybe it will encourage more people to be activists, right? Yeah, but why not Why not just take that money and donate it to the organizations instead of creating a whole show around it? Because we already have enough performative activism. Now it's about to be a lot more because it's a TV, TV show for it. And I would think that people who are really, 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 really doing the work don't have time to... St- Stop and do a reality and show. And is that how you measure activism on social no. media by how many people respond to no. something and but how it's many? A sh- it's a show. It, it's showing people. There's, there's a lot of people that, that might not know about activism that will learn learn from the show. I would have to talk to some of the activists. I would have to talk to like you know, to Mallory, scale, though. Latasha Brown. I would have to talk to some of the activists to see how they. It's feel a little about confusing. It. I think people don't know what to expect. You know. All right, and an, uh, another R. Kelly accuser has taken the stand. As you know, his. His uh, trial is underway in Brooklyn, and she said she was held against her will for days, and then he raped her after she became unconscious in 2003. She's being identified under the name Sonia. She said she was 21 years old. She met R. Kelly at a mall in Utah. She was interning at a radio station at the time, and she thought her first huge celebrity interview would kickstart her career, so he invited her to his studio in Chicago to interview him. And they bought her flight, all of that. And then she said her interactions with his employees were strange from the start. Somebody asked her if she needed a condom, and she said, no, I'm not here for that. She was also asked for contact information for her friend's mother and grandmother and given a list of rules about how she should behave. She was also told she would have to ask permission to eat or use the bathroom. They ended up locking her in a room. She asked for food. She was given Chinese food and immediately became extremely full and sleepy when she woke up. She said she saw R. Kelly doing up his pants in the corner and felt some wet stuff in between her legs and found her underwear on a nearby couch. She said it felt like something had been inside of me. I believed I was touched sexually. She said she did not consent to any sexual acts. She was never granted that interview. And upon leaving, she was told she couldn't tell anybody what happened. He had her address and the address to where her daughter was. And she also had to sign an NDA. Mm. All right. Now, today is also a day. Well, tomorrow is September 11th, 9-11, and it's the 20th anniversary of 9-11. So across the United States, there will be a a memorial event and observances that are being held to honor the victims and also to remember the legacy of the 9-11 terror attacks. And so in New York City, there'll be a ceremony where the names of all the victims will be read, beginning with a moment of silence at 8.46 a.m. to mark when the first hijacked plane struck the North Tower of the World Trade Center. The reading of the names, which will also include those who died in the 1993 World Trade Center bombing, will continue through the morning. And there'll be pauses to mark when the South Tower fell and the Pentagon was struck, when Flight 93 crashed in Pennsylvania, and when the towers fell. So you can see where locally things are happening for you um, and they, all, they also have a comedy show that's organized for sad, Sunday at Madison Square Garden. And John Stewart has advocated on behalf of first responders. So he's the one that organized that comedy show that's going to include Dave Chappelle, Jimmy Fallon, Amy Schumer, Pete Davidson, and others. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Salute to my guy, uh, Pete Davidson. You know, he lost his father in 9-11, so 
Mm-hmm. That's my guy. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull up on him Sunday. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. All right. The People's Choice mixes up. Your mornings will never be the same. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Usually we do the donkey replay, but today we got a special guest joining us. She's actually going to be in New York City this weekend. That's right. And I know she just left here, but like you said, she's in New York City this weekend at Caroline, so we had to have her back up. Yep. Ladies and Ms. gentlemen, Pat. Ms. Pat is back. Uh, thank y'all for having me back. God dang it. And, <laughs> and congratulations. That's right. You got renewed for season two. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Praying on that for you. Car envy. Oh, <laughs> one of them things. You be parking in your yard. Oh, Don't spend your money on that, Miss Pat. I'm not. I'm just going to try to buy the body his wife got. I'm like, and, damn, she looks and you got your upcoming Netflix special. I do. Uh, September 25th in Atlanta. Go in ahead, Miss Pat. That's yes. Every time you come here, there's a new announcement. You know I'm that? trying, God damn it. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, tr- I'm trying to stay busy. I need the money. Well, it wasn't. You know, she'd been here a few times before that. The announcements were stalled. Because of the TV show, the TV oh, show. Oh yeah, we stopped for about four, five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, hey, but hey, I'm on the road now. That's don't, right. Don't, don't, don't jank me. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep this <laughs> going. How does it okay. feel? Though? How does it feel now? You know what? Uh, it's all right. You know who called me? My baby daddy called me mm. and said, "Look here, bitch. Why you have a <laughs> play me with no teeth?" I said, "That's all you worry about. Not them child molesting jokes I was talking about." <laughs> 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 he said, "I got all my damn teeth." I said, "But I said you." The 12 year old, you ain't gonna question me about that. He was like, You know, good well, you wasn't no 12. I said, Bitch, I was 12. Then I said, Well, what about shooting me? So I didn't shoot you, the gun went off. I <laughs> said, Lord oh have God. mercy. <laughs> where is he now? I, he don't want me to tell y'all where he work at. He's in a Oh, they know him? They know him? He said they picking at him. <laughs> they picking at him. And I was so petty, y'all. I had BET put a billboard by his junk. So every time they go get on the bus to go home. <laughs> Hell yeah, I did that. <laughs> 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 my eighth grade body. <laughs> Turned me into a baby mama. You damn right I did that. <laughs> I'm trying to put it on the bus he catch. Let me find out what bus he catch. <laughs> What Marty it is. <laughs> Listen, for all the ladies out there that want to wait to get your revenge, you don't know when it's going to come. Yeah, just but hold on, because it's coming, goddammit. You ain't got to even do he nothing. Called he called me, and I recorded his ass, too. Then he went on and said, you fat bitch. I said, but I got more money than you do, Jiffy Lou working ass. Oh, so he had Jiffy Lou. We got it. You said that before, though. You said that. He told me, he said, I don't work at Jiffy Lou. I said, I was trying to upgrade you. Damn. Not even Jiffy Lou. He said, Stop talking about me. I said, I would not stop talking about you. He said, I'm going to sue you. I said, You ain't got no car. You got skates. How you going to get to the turning office? But look, there is no statute of limitations for what he did to you. It sure ain't. So I told him, Bring it on, bitch. Bring it on. Bring it on. I got some money now. I'm going to sue out your ugly ass. And he goes, Somebody, he gonna sue me. I said, you behind on your child support. He said, no, this is what got me, y'all. He told me, I said, you tell me I don't take care of my kids. I said, you didn't. He said, I took my kid to the skating ring. I said, that ain't child support. Wow. One Damn. time. Wow. One time we got that picture with a wicker chair in the back. And we were <laughs> <laughs> oh I still got that pictures on my Instagram. Because if he was smart, he know you'll take to the stage and destroy him. And, and I will. I yeah. said, thank you for calling in, you dumb Got another right, joke. Pat, now, now listen. Oh, I'm sorry. Today. We lied I'm, sorry. Now, I'm sorry. Now, how's the? Uh, how did your husband respond to the last Breakfast Club conversation we had? Uh, you almost got me in trouble. Me? <laughs> <laughs> talking about canceling my husband. Say, look here, look here. Stop talking about me. So, 
He's like, don't be telling people our business. But Aww. he all right. Oh, uh, it's right. all good. It's all good. That yeah. wasn't me. Yes, you did. You brought it up. You made me bring it out of me, Charlamagne. <laughs> I'm asking you personal questions. I'm having a hot flash now just by you mentioning it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for telling me I can't curse, too, because I be on one sometimes. But it is true, Miss Pat. Everybody's paying so much more attention to everything you say now, too. Right, so things that you probably were saying before that could maybe slide by years and years ago, ten years ago. I, I don't care. That's right. I don't care because half of the stuff I say on Instagram ain't spelled right anyway. So you're gonna need a translator <laughs> to. Ma- I can always say I didn't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do like all the other famous famous people do. My account got hacked. That's hey, right. There you go. That's, right. that's the biggest lie everybody tell. That's right. When they say the wrong thing, so that's what I say. Are you excited <laughs> to get back out in the clubs and and, and do some stand up? I am. I'm going to shoot this hour special, y'all. I'm mm-hmm. so ready to shoot this hour special because I'm tired of saying the same thing. And I got another hour on deck, and I can't wait to share it. Nice. That's the fun part. When you know you got something else coming out the mm-hmm. can, I'm like, hurry up and shoot this mess so I can go ahead on it sh- and get the next hour ready. That's what I'm excited about. Now, you said something about Envy Wife Body. You really ever thought about getting the BBL or something? You ain't uh, doing not that. Not where they be going. All these women shaped like black ants. <laughs> 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 I don't Small see at the top, I, big at the bottom. I'm like, what get, whatever happened to? Can I ask you, men? So, whatever yes. happened to one women with scratch marks and they stomach set on a vagina? I used to be the. Sh- I used to be the thing in 1989. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants me anymore. Whatever happened? They used to like the fat chicks with the tiger scratches down their backs. <laughs> they no. still do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, it depends what, depend what your generation is, yes. though. Yes, I mean everybody wanted. Everybody got fake booties and fake. I mean, do you really want a booty that you touch and it go up her back? <laughs> really well, like me and you both have never had nothing done. No, so. I ain't had My nothing done. No, Joe, he was. But she's not in the room, Envy. Oh, no, 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 I'm saying she never had nothing done. I mean, I don't. I do want the tummy stuck. I mean, you do. Tummy, I mean, I want tummy, tummy, tummy stuck. Tummy yeah, stuck. Why is stuck sometimes on my thighs? Your tummy stuck like you the Pillsbury Doughboy or something. What the hell? I do want my stomach tucked, but you know, but I don't want no fake. All that old other stuff. Some things just look a, a bit unrealistic, and I feel like that's kind of the norm now. Man, with these like, that's not even booty. physically possible. And you can't keep on putting all that clay in your body. It gotta leak <laughs> your vagina. Is so, it clay? So, I don't know what it is. I don't think it's <laughs> clay. Well, I don't no, listen to her. It's not clay. You know, uh, we're gonna talk to her some more when we come back. It's Gumby. 805 You ain't never but a black man the way you be laughing like you had a church function. <laughs> Listen, Miss Pat is a nut, man. Um, this is my favorite record out right now that we about to get into. I just heard it this morning when I was driving into work. I love Yebba Smith. Her album Dawn is out today, and this record is called Boomerang. Drop one of clues bombs for Yebba Smith, Red. Morning, everybody. Oh. It's Steve, <laughs> Envy, Angela Yee, oh, Charlamagne Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Miss Pat is here. She's going to be at Caroline's all weekend long. If you're in New York City, I know it's Fashion Week, so a lot of people are in town Friday. That's tonight, 7 and 9.30, and tomorrow, uh, 7 and 9.30 as well. Now, Miss Pat, as a, I'm glad to have another woman up here, because sometimes it's awkward in here. Envy and Charlamagne flirt with each other all morning Not, That ain't true, Miss Pat. You flirt with Charlamagne? Envy, yes. They Ain't do. they married? 
That's the main thing. I'm glad that's what you said. He's married and I'm married. Who y'all flirting with her? No. With each other. Oh, they flirt with each other. That's not true. And you from Atlanta, so you used to that, if it was true. No, I'm not used to that. What you mean? I'm straight. No, I'm talking about two men flirting with each other. I don't know nothing about that. Don't be putting in. Get all that cotton off your face, too. Because I'm starting to believe that. All that green cotton outside your face. Don't be from the hoodie. I got a green hoodie on your face. Don't put me in them conversations. I don't know about no two men flirting. I mind my business. <laughs> you done seen that, Miss Pat. No, Atlanta. I ain't seen nothing. Okay? I mind my business. I don't go to no gay club with my gay daughter. I don't do nothing. I stay at home <laughs> and read the Bible door? backwards. Okay, so what about when Mr. Daniels on set? Mr. Lee Daniels. What are, why are you always trying to get a, why are you always trying to get me fired? Why don't we bring it up leading me? I don't got nothing to do with that. What are you talking about? Time time somebody start making some money. You wanna come around here? Want me to talk about the boss? I love Lee Daniels. I love Lee too. I love you, Lee Daniels. You never get me to say nothing bad about you. Matter of fact, I beat the green off your sweat for Lee Daniels. I love you. Lee too. Wigs. He done bought me and you think I'm gonna say something bad about him. Oh no, I can tell so you keep patting it. That's how you know that's some good head there. Yeah, it is hot too. I'm having a hot flash. I'm like, <laughs> But how are you preparing for your Netflix special? How are you preparing for that? Is, is this part of a preparation this weekend? Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is part of it. Pre- preparation. I mean, since you use big words on me, this is preparing. You're preparing. <laughs> you say yeah. you're tired of telling the same jokes over and over, but you kind of... You have to work them yeah. out. You have to stand them. You have to make sure it's funny as it can be. Punch, punch. Because I like to be funny. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't do all this extra stuff on stage. I don't hit no splits. I just stand there <laughs> and give it to you like her wiener. Got so you. that's how I perform. That, you know? yeah, but you're naturally you're, funny, though, Miss Pat. But naturally funny don't help you when you standing up and got to do it for an hour. That's I can true. have a conversation all day. You got to have something prepared. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a single. I mean, you can get somebody to sing at a funeral for five minutes, but can't you really blow for an hour and keep somebody true. entertained? You know, my sister's song at my granddaddy wedding, uh, uh, what is it, I on a Sparrow? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and she stopped in the middle. She's, mm, how am I doing? And we all said, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> So how do you know when the, the jokes are working? Like, give us some clues on how... Is when it, you laughing. Mm-hmm. When your shoulders moving. Because like sometimes it's not... Because I notice that some comedians, it doesn't have to be, like, outrageous laughter. Because when you're telling a story, sometimes everything isn't funny. And, well, the story is, I mean, you, you everything got a punchline, a mm-hmm. beginning, a middle, and I try to throw a little sprinkle of stuff all through the all through the set, so you constantly laugh, and then when you get to the punchline, punchline, you laughing over here like a black man, like Charlemagne the God do. Mm-hmm. So that's what comedy is, you know, to keep you entertained the whole time, and that's what I try to do. I don't tell these long, long stories, and then you just bored to death, and you get to the punchline, you're like, I waited that long for that. Mm-hmm. That ain't what I do. Mm-hmm. So, so I try to make sure it's funny all the way through the joke, and then the punchline is big. Do you pay attention to other comics and what they're doing, or is it better for you not to? Uh, I used to study, I'm a storyteller, so I used to study people like Richard Pryor, mm-hmm. Bill Cosby, because they're great storytellers. So that's who I look at, uh, Chris Rock, for storytelling. That's mm-hmm. how I learn how to tell the stories that I tell on stage. Okay. But yeah. not, not a style, mm-hmm. you know, nothing like that. I try to just be me. Now, now, who who's reached out to you? You know, since the success of the Miss Pat show, has it been other networks or people that fronted on you? Who fronted on me? I ain't heard that word in a long time. <laughs> 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 oh Lord, you telling your age, y'all? Yeah, right, forty three. <laughs> That's like writing a letter saying, "Will you go with me?" <laughs> Check yes, no, no maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's how I got my baby daddy. I wrote a letter, would you go with me? And he checked yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, he should have known you were 12 right then and there. I know, right? Lord have no, mercy. How about when you were picking me up from the elementary school? Jesus and That Christ. didn't give it away. Oh, my God. Uh, shut up. That's funny. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> people always want to feel sorry for your parents.
pain. Why? Why can't we take the pain that we've been through? And I say it all the time: the darkest stuff, mm -hmm. and you laugh at it because mm -hmm. then yeah. you got control of it. And nothing is off limit. Anything, everything somebody ever done to me, where other people would squeal and squirt. Oh, I want you to laugh at it. I don't care. Okay, Man. you call it child molestation. I call it a boyfriend. I knew later on it was molestation mm -hmm. with lunch with, with with him buying me lunch, but I'm able to laugh at it mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. How so, old is he right now? About almost sixty. Yeah, he's almost sixty. Mm -hmm. yeah. So do you pay attention to things like the R. Kelly trial that's happening right now, and what's going on with like the women coming in and talking no. about what happened to them? No. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't look at TV. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be putting. <laughs> 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 She's she going to get the biggest. She's going to get the biggest criminal. <laughs> 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 no, Pat's like I just got renewed for season two. I got my Netflix and special. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, there's no damn TV. I ain't got no radio. Okay, no, nothing. I'm, I'm in this business, you learn to keep your name. No. Oh, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, like, yeah, I, I need a backup it. dancing job. It's almost like they gave Miss Pat some media training and she forgot what she was supposed to say oh, when shit oh, like that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch I no TV. damn TV. I ain't got no eye. I got no <laughs> you want to hear something crazy? They did give me a, a, a life coach on set. A life really? coach? Yeah, oh, it was the best thing. What was the life coach job? Yeah. What they have to do? She had to stop calling me the hell down because I was saying the wrong thing in the, in the running room. I was telling people, it ain't funny. And I was cussing them out. And they was like, you can't do this when you work for a company. Via, you oh, know, were cursing the people employees out. I was saying some stuff I shouldn't have been saying. I was saying mm. like a comic, hey, that ain't funny. You know, kill yourself. You know, stuff like that. You oh can't say yeah, that yeah, yeah, in yeah. a work environment. No, can't say that so no you can't say stuff like that. I didn't say kill yourself, but I was saying some crazy stuff. I was talking crazy. Mm -hmm. And they gave me a life coach and it really worked. I mean, this lady really see how I just I deflect that. That's right. She, yeah, she taught me how to do it. You did look like a deer in headlight for one <laughs> second. Yeah, <she> <laughs> I don't watch no damn TV. <laughs> I learned to keep my, my, my mouth shut. You hear me? What but, are some other tips you could give us from a life coach? Uh, I mean, just... Pay attention. I mean, calm. I had to calm down because mm -hmm. I fought so hard to, you know, to get this project where it at. And then when you get there and you see somebody don't have your vision, I'm a hood bitch. I'm mm -hmm. going to buck. What you say? I work hard to get mm -hmm. here. And you think we mm -hmm. right here and about to get the green light and you going to do this? But I had to learn how to talk a different way. There you go. So, you know. Okay. Uh, That's hard though. I like I like straight talk. You know what I'm saying? I, I do, but you know, but Hollywood don't like straight yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood wants you to. They want you to, the, the, you know, the, the sugarcoat everything. Mm -hmm. They don't. People don't tell. It's like I was telling somebody the other day. I said, why can't we just as parents be honest? If our kids suck, why can't we say you suck? My son played basketball one year. Horrible. I was out on the court, joning the hell out of my son. I was like, boy, you suck. You can't even keep your shoes off. Get your. Shit. Let's go. You're horrible. How old was he? Eight. <laughs> oh my God. But he wasn't no good as a basketball player. Oh he was only eight. And you got to get better. But he quit. I, I told him to quit. You made him quit. But he was wasting my money. I was on welfare at the time. But think about it. When you first started comedy, were you good automatically? Yeah, I could make you laugh. I mean, I was all right. I was better than he was. He was. <laughs> so I told him, I said, son, I think your football is your, your thing. I think you need to be hit upside the head a couple of times. So I made, I brought him out to the basketball court. Why can't we be honest to our kids? So what are you doing now? How old is he now? He's a correction officer. He's 34, 35. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's still hitting people sometimes. 
Yeah. Oh, he like it now because he's <laughs> fat and he think he's somebody. But yeah, he's a correction officer now. But I was telling the truth. I said, you're not good at this. I've always told my kids, like, my, my I have a daughter at home and she got two degrees, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, look, stop going. Don't go back to college no more. It ain't for us. Come on and write on my show. You funny. You won't get on stage. You need to be a writer. I said, don't you get another degree. Do you hear me? Mm -hmm. And I just told her, you ain't going back to college. That's real. And I mean, she she in the basement. She ain't doing it with her degrees anyway. They just hanging on the wall. A job with a, with a, with a game. Yeah, she make a lot of money with me, and I said you don't need it. Stop. You're you're black. You are funny. My daughter is funny, but she just stay in the basement. I was like, what you need to degree? And they criminal justice. She only was going because she thought I was gonna go to jail, and she figured I was gonna need a lawyer one day at a discount. Still might. That's sweet of no, her. No, she ain't. She Miss Patty going okay. to jail. Why would you put that in the atmosphere? Yeah, I'm not going back to jail. Y'all yeah. ever been to jail? I've been locked yeah. up, but I ain't been to jail. Yeah, they don't treat you right. The I toilet don't. is metal. Yep. And I don't know mm -hmm. if you ever tried to sit on a metal toilet with your naked skin, but it sticks and it's really cold. And I can see Miss Pat catching in the soul charge. No, you stop it. No, don't putting hands that. on somebody. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Let me tell you what's crazy. So, I, look, my show only been out two weeks, and the craziest thing that happened to me is people running up on see me. See what I'm saying? So, the, I don't know how to take the newfound fight. I'm like, look, this girl jumped out at Pop Belly at me. Miss Pat, give me a pass. I'll bust you in your face. <laughs> see? I'll bust you in your face. Miss <laughs> Pat's going to be at Caroline's this weekend. Do not run up on Caroline's.com. <laughs> get your tickets. 7 and 9.30 oh. tonight. All the women with clay in, the, clay in their bodies. Pull up tomorrow <laughs> and do not pop up on Miss Pat because she will punch you in your face. Miss Pat, we gotta go and we appreciate you for joining. Already, yes, yeah, I just got here. Ain't it? I gonna like you just get here a little late. Shout out to Indianapolis, <laughs> y'all. Make sure y'all get them tickets in Atlanta and make mm -hmm. sure you get the tickets tonight because I need to see somebody mm -hmm. other than these people on the street hollering in the road like they're crazy. I hate <laughs> <Right>. New York. <laughs> right. I love y'all, but I hate New York. Miss Pat, the it's the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note. I'm going to let Miss Pat do the positive note. Give him a, give him a nice positive note going into the weekend, Miss Pat. This is your positive note. Can you please cut your unemployment off so Chick-fil-A can get some employees and I can not be stuck in the drive-thru all day? Boom. I like that. <laughs> yeah, cut. Get, go back to work, people. We need y'all at Chick-fil-A. The Christian chicken is behind. <laughs> the Christian chicken. The Christian yeah. Chicken. Go back to work. Can I just say that? Go back to get work. Get a damn there job. Go. There you go. Yeah. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done?